Welcome to the Unrestricted Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is Han, and our mission is to spend 15 minutes each week discussing your eating disorder recovery-related questions. Thank you so much for being here, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi and welcome to this episode of the Unrestricted Podcast, in which I will have the pleasure of speaking with Ro. And in this episode, Ro and I are going to be speaking through some aspects of the question, can I recover without a therapist? And I think we're going to be doing some discussion about how relying on external permission and instruction may actually end up limiting our recoveries and hopefully speaking about empowering ourselves to act irrespective of some of the resources we might have available so I think the best place to begin is probably for me to hand over to Ro and ask her to tell us her experience with therapy or perhaps lack of it and potentially just more generally ask why this conversation matters to you. Hi um I think well I have been through round after round of therapy for my eating disorder um it started when I was in CAMS when I was about 16 and I actually left therapy on my own terms when I was 19 Mm -hmm. um I think that having been through it so many times and realizing that it it just wasn't helping me as much as I I thought that I could help myself if that makes sense I I kind of just decided that I had to put it to one side because I did find myself um, sometimes even feeling invalidated by being in that therapy and I know that might sound a bit weird but I would kind of I don't know I would sort of they would say oh how much have you struggled this week with this or how did you feel after that and if I wasn't having those feelings of guilt after say a certain fear food that I was meant to be challenging I would feel more guilty that I wasn't feeling that guilt and I think sometimes that therapy or doing therapy in general kind of kept me deeper in my eating disorder. Yeah absolutely and I would say that I share that exact same experience. I too um, sort of accessed the CAM system and then um took myself out of it on on my own terms due to feeling sort of these sessions which I was being offered were leading me to come out of them after that hour feeling almost worse than than when I entered due to some of the conversations that I've been having and of course that's the kind of opposite of what we um, wish to be the outcome of of a therapy session and in those sessions I had very very similar experience so it sounds like you had Ro with that kind of expectation for me to struggle or maybe a celebration of something which deep down I knew wasn't good enough and kind of invalidated me or hurt the me that knew I could and should have been doing so much better mm-hmm. yeah I feel the exact same so in terms of the uh, aspect of external permission when you say the idea of you knew maybe what to do or you could be doing more than therapy how did the therapy that you had sort of limit you was it just that idea of them not expecting so much of you as you knew you could do deep down I yeah basically I mean I'm not going to speak out against therapy like it can be so helpful for so many people and if it's what you need and if it's what helps you fine but for me 
the therapist I was working with, we were doing a kind of CBT approach, but it, it wasn't full CBT. But I had this list of fear foods. My therapist made me make a list of fear foods and rank them from easiest to hardest. Mm-hmm. And it was that I would be working up that like one fear food a week until I got to the very top and bear in mind there was a lot of fear foods on this list so it felt like it was just going to take me absolutely forever but because of my anorexia I really felt like I didn't have permission to do it unless my therapist told me to do it myself then I would be choosing to eat something scary of my own accord and that was keeping me so stuck in that that position where I did rely on um, the external permission I couldn't make a decision for myself so I started to go to sessions and be like oh well no actually this week I had four off the list and my therapist would be really shocked and then I'd feel really awful about myself because I'd be like well clearly no one else is doing this like am I recovering wrong so I think that actually my my therapy and that kind of way of going about tackling fear foods invalidated me and made me feel so much worse than when I just ditched it and said hey I'm gonna just challenge everything and do it at my own pace yeah no absolutely I I completely share that experience as sort of turning up to a session and and being almost embarrassed to reveal how well I'd done um, in some way. And I remember specifically with chocolate bars after dinner, I'd, I'd done really well and I'd acted in a way that deep down I probably knew was closer to my version of unrestricted eating than ever would have been given provision on a meal plan and sort of being hesitant to reveal that as if it was some mm-hmm. sort of thing to be almost embarrassed about or or maybe comparing myself to other people within that system um, who, who of course I didn't know but yeah um, I think what you're saying there really really resonates with me if I if I then ask you sort of when you took this on on your on your own or potentially more with family support rather than that external permission what seemed to change was it sort of just I know what I need to be doing and I have to get down to it with the knowledge that external instruction wasn't necessary what what was sort of the switch there I think that when I chose to break away from therapy I think I took a break first and then completely discharged myself but it felt like a kind of just step into absolute freedom mm-hmm. um I kind of all of a sudden had this weight off my shoulders of knowing that I didn't have to report back to someone that was going to judge me or judge my progress based on what they saw in in amongst their entire caseload, if that makes sense. Like I kind of just all of a sudden felt like, no, I'm doing this on my own terms. And I, I know what I used to be like when I was younger. I know how I used to enjoy food before I got on well that therapist never knew me that way so they were always kind of aiming for me to get to a place where I was kind of okay to eat anything but you know I probably wouldn't love food that much and that's fine but I I needed to love food the way I did when I was a child to be fully recovered 
Yeah, 100%. And I think you knowing yourself better than anyone puts you in the best position to get yourself back there. I I sometimes think that if there was, um, I don't know, if there was an alien who came down to Earth and just saw the eating disorder treatment system and you had to explain it, explain it to them and sort of go through the motions of, oh, I go to this weekly session and, and we do this and we do that. I think they would just step back and be like, but but that is so far from what seems to be your version of normal and that may sound like a bit of a strange analogy but I just think this this structure which seems to be the one which is kind of relied upon or almost seen as the traditional pathway there are aspects of it which just don't seem to make much sense Mm. yeah I totally agree I think the the kind of next thing that I wanted to um, speak about more specifically with that question was if someone is listening to this and thinking, do I need a therapist or do potentially I move away from my current therapist if they're not helping? How do you or how did you make that decision to step away from what could be seen as a little bit of a a safety net? Because for some people, therapy, as you mentioned very, very rightfully earlier, it may be something that is um, fundamental for their healing. But if someone is questioning the value of it and maybe actually coming out of a session feeling worse about their recovery or perhaps even invalidated, how do you make that decision to empower yourself and sort of say, this is what I need? Well, first of all, I was in a like physically weight restored or nearly weight restored, at least healthy enough place to be able to um, be able to do that by myself. I didn't need the medical intervention, which I think is obviously one part of eating disorder services that is necessary. Um, but I, I remember putting on Instagram and saying something about how basically my, my therapy made me feel in fact, feel the same way. And I had honestly probably close to a hundred people saying, Oh my gosh, this is how I feel. Um, and I think that kind of made me realize that actually if so many people feel this way, surely it is okay to want to do the therapy and to to kind of realize in myself that actually no this wasn't helpful and I'm not the only one who doesn't find it helpful so I'm sure that I could figure this out myself and I I think I I it's just kind of realizing that you have to check in with yourself really do you do you feel that you could maintain the pace of your recovery without services or do you feel even that leaving services would accelerate it because if you do I don't think any bad's gonna as soon as I left I just recovered like 10 times faster so um if you are thinking about making that that step provided that you know it's a healthy step and not one to kind of avoid Um, the presence of eating disorder services for the wrong reasons then go for it yeah I think you're you're spot on with what you've said there and that would kind of be my advice from my own experience too there probably was a time in my early recovery where actually 
that support and that kind of just getting through the weeks um, when I hadn't really picked up my own resources or my own knowledge of what I had to do, that might have been um, maybe a risk or a bad decision to step away. But I think there does come a time when you keep trying the same approach and you keep attending these things where the outcome isn't what may be the resources that you have picked up along the way indicating you might need to do. And that that might be the time to have a check in with yourself with with that honesty and be like, what what more could I do here? Um, and, and really try and accelerate that way, as you say. Mm. Yeah. So, so I think the, the final place that I wanted to go here and um, just to finish up is kind of if you are not getting that permission from your therapist or the person that you're working with what can you do to feel that elevated level of permission because of course this is going to take a huge amount of willpower it's going to take a huge amount of honesty what can you use as another tool or other tools to help you keep going or help you give yourself that permission because for me uh, and if I was answering that question I would say as much family support or peer support or community support as you can muster up be be that via a supportive community or ideally sort of the more 24-7 in the house which I know is a luxury and, and isn't always possible for people but just finding that person who could maybe um keep me in line if I ask you that question with where are you getting that permission from is it feeling as though you would answer with that it just has to come from you or would you have any other advice for people listening here I think of course it does have to come from you as all of recovery does but if you know the things that helped me I mean I have an I have an older brother and he loves going to the gym and he will eat and eat and eat and he will eat whatever he wants and so I didn't necessarily just ask for permission but I kind of watched those around me who had a good relationship with food now that's important like don't don't be watching people that (laughs) you know like are restricting but my family generally do have a good relationship with food so I would be watching them and seeing that my dad and brother would just go to the freezer and get ice cream after dinner and I'd be like why can't I do that why am I not allowing myself to do that and by seeing other people live and eat normally I would kind of get that permission from them if that makes sense and on top of that as well I obviously eating disorder recovery social media you have to be very careful with it but I do think that um seeing accounts actually such as yours Han and um (laughs) I read some books like Tabitha Farrar's and books like that seeing other people who are doing recovery or have done recovery eat what they want um and eat with freedom also is really really validating and kind of gives you a sense of permission I think no, definitely. And I, I go back to the the sort of mantra that I often use of most people with an eating disorder when they're at that stage where they could kickstart their own action. It, it doesn't turn out to be a knowledge problem. It turns out to be a fear problem by then. So it is just really getting going with the own with the knowledge that you do have deep down and then drawing on those resources for me it certainly was Tabitha it was sort of those people who I could really really see had actioned it themselves and really really going from that 
So I think um, to wrap things up, I just want to kind of reaffirm something that you um, alluded to at the beginning, Ro, and say that this episode is not one where either of us are trying to convince you that you don't need a therapist. Um, I think actually far from it. Uh, As you said, Ro, there is going to be a lot of value in having one if that's something that you feel as an individual you need at that time. But I hope that for somebody listening today that this conversation Um, kind of empowers you to engage with the type of support that you know will benefit you in your own recovery. And whilst for some, therapy is going to be a real crucial element of their eating disorder and worth every single penny uh, and all of the time that it takes. But um, for for others, um, perhaps those who haven't experienced trauma or potentially have tried the therapy system and it has not been effective thus far, Um, the traditional treatment pathway isn't one that you absolutely have to force yourself down if it's clearly not um, bringing you the fruits that you so deserve after putting in so much effort towards it. Um, So I guess the place for me to finish up here is to say thank you very much uh, for joining me, Ro, and to anyone listening. Um, And of course, if there are any questions that you have regarding this topic you can um, shoot them my way and I'm sure um, if I know Ro you'll probably get millions of messages per day but uh, (laughs) I'm sure you are not going to be averse to anybody checking in on anything um, your side too. No yeah I'm always happy to reply and help. Okay okay wonderful so thank you very much for listening and of course to you Ro too. Thank you. Bye bye.